Welcome to another Wisdom Wednesday. I'm so excited you're tuning in for a few minutes of knowledge because this week I pulled a special clip from one of my guests that I go back to again and again. Get ready for a knowledge bomb because this one is so good. Enjoy. I read my eulogy every morning. What? If I do, if I do my morning ritual, I, I wrote my eulogy a long time ago, and it said it would be you know what I'd want people to say about me at my funeral. It's an old exercise. It predates Stephen Covey. You talked about it in Seven Habits. Our friend Michael Hyatt recommends doing it. I mean, it's just one of the most thoughtful, amazing exercises that you can do. And that eulogy says, I will have written several best-selling books that, that help uh, help make very complicated ideas simple in theology, in business, and in politics. Those are the three areas I want to cover by the end of my life. I've already done theology. I've already done business. I'm going to do business for several more years, and then I'm going to switch to politics. So what this does is it tells me where my life is going to go. It also says that I was a faithful husband, that I spent a lot of time with Betsy in the garden, that I was a very good father. And some other things that that I want to accomplish. Our house we built here in Nashville is 15 acres. It has a house and a guest house and what we call a carriage house, which is basically a an event space in the backyard where I will bring people. The, the event space is still three months from being finished. But I will bring people there to help them process their own story and help them understand how much they've overcome and how beautiful their lives are. Then they're going to write those stories on five pages into a formula. We're going to put those into binders in the carriage house, and it will contain a library of thousands and thousands of people and, and them sitting down and processing all that they've overcome in life and how powerful they are and how strong they are and how loving they are. If that's going to be true by the time I die, I've got a lot of work to do. I've got to finish the carriage house. I've got to write the formula. I've got to invite all the people over. I've got to somehow <laughs> transition into politics. I've got to finish these best-selling books. So it just makes everything – I've got – I can't, you know, spend a lot of time on the road away from Betsy. I can't do that. You know, so it, it's helping me – it helps me govern and guide my life. And so my life plan I read every morning in a morning ritual. Not every morning, to be honest with you, uh, but every morning when I read my – do my morning ritual, I, I read it. That, that ends up being about three to five days a week. And then I fill out my day planner, which tells me my primary and secondary tasks. And it has, it has laser focused uh, my life so that it, it, it never feels chaotic. Uh, it does often feel very busy and I, and I have to manage being too busy, but I'm just never off track. And to me, for the last 10 years, that's been a gift. Never off track. That is something to aspire to. And I really get that from you. You have a great social presence in the sense that you do some videos and you do a, a lot of like quick chats. I call them little mini TED Talks. I love them so much. <laughs> yeah. And, and it, I get the sense that you do very much know who you are and where you're going. And this idea of writing your eulogy, when, when I get off track or things feel really messy, I often come back to, Amy, who are you and what do you want and what are you here for? And a eulogy like that is very clear who you are, what do you want, what are you here for, what's most important. That would really ground you. Oh, it's absolutely grounding. And you know, the other grounding thing that's kind of sad to talk about is the fact that we're not here for very long. Yeah, I thought that too. <laughs> we, I mean, you're, you're literally going to die. This, this story ends. And to me, just reminding myself of that every morning 
you know, when, when you write a screenplay or when you write a novel, often you want to put a kind of ticking clock in the story. So, you know, it's not that the man wants to marry the woman. It's that the man wants to marry the woman, but the woman is about to marry his jerk brother next Saturday. <laughs> and, you know, so that, that's the story. And, and he's got to get all of this done and convince her that his brother's a real jerk and he's the real guy. You know, he's got to do that by Saturday. And w- when you actually read your eulogy, you, you, you wake up and you say, hey, wait a second. We, we don't have a lot of time to play around. We don't have a lot of time to sit around watching Netflix, although I love sitting around watching Netflix. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we don't have a lot. We, we, need to, we need to mitigate some of that and actually get, you know, build some of these relationships and get some of these tasks done and try to make an impact. And to me, that's the other, the other genius of that exercise is realizing there's a ticking clock in your story. 